Hey, it's the Brad and Britcast. First one for this week. Thank you for joining us. And uh, as we start, Brit doesn't want to be obnoxious about this, but he picked every football game over the weekend. Right? It's crazy. He, he picked all these exotic bets, like uh, you know, which announcer would would fart first. <laughs> I nailed it in the booth. You know, Joe Buck Greg for the Olson win, or or, or Burkhart. Yeah. <laughs> I nailed it. Uh, I killed it all the way through. Yeah. yeah. Call now for my double lock of the year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, category choices to begin our week. It's uh, it's so simple. Kevin and Marjorie sitting in a tree. Oh God! Uh, no M and M's at our Super Bowl party, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Trump golf and funeral update. Uh, Fox digs itself a fox hole, and the FBI isn't that stupid. Let's do the. Uh... Let's do the funeral and golf update from Donald John Trump, who did make an appearance in North Carolina over the weekend, Brad. Yeah. And uh, it, it, if he did that, which he did, he was at the uh, funeral for Diamond of Diamond and Silk fame. You know, those uh, old white guy country music stars, uh, Diamond. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Diamond's uh, funeral was Saturday in uh in Fayetteville, and Donald John Trump made a special appearance because uh, the two of them had supported him so much. Correct? Uh, that is true. They were they were early and and they were often. And this was really really interesting. This is really really interesting because the first version of the uh, coverage I saw of this was in the Daily Mail. Okay, and. Their version was as it should be. It absolutely was correct. The headline was Memorial for pro-Trump vlogger Diamond goes off the rails as Sister Silk floats wild poisoning theory. Of course, that's about the uh, uh, vaccine. Uh, Donald bizarrely denies knowing her despite multiple meetings and Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene calls for an investigation into COVID deaths. That's just the headline, okay? So Trump, in effect, turned a funeral into a rally for himself. Mm -hmm. He was a complete ass, completely inappropriate. He's just, you know, we don't have to run through the whole uh, gamut of of things that are are really wrong with him, but... um, it happened. It happened that way. All right. So I, I post this and um, a guy comes on and he posts a different version of the story. All right. He posts a different version of the story from a, a little local publication. It's part of a chain, but it's it's one of those kind of local business kind of things. Okay. The, the, that are everywhere. Uh, so is this local to the what, Fayetteville area? Is that what this is? Yeah. Th- yeah. This one. This one is. Um, it's called City View NC, and their version of the story is like this: Trump pays tribute to Diamond Hardaway at celebration service in Fayetteville, remembered with love 
one half of conservative duo Diamond and Silk. And it's just effusive of how wonderfully sensitive and delightful this service was. Diamond and Silk, who are from nearby Hoke County, came to prominence, blah, 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 on and on and on. And there's not a word, there is not a word about what I just told you that he actually said. Uh, hey, um, the audience loved it when organizers twice played a Diamond and Silk video from 2015 that made jokes about a debate that was hosted by then Fox anchor Megan Kelly. It was a good example of their humorous but bossy ad-libbing shtick. Leave my man Donald Trump alone, Diamond blurted out. Another one of those videos poked fun at President Joe Biden when he fell off the bicycle, and they ran it over and over again. So there's another version of the story. Quite interesting. Then I found the Fayetteville Observer, which is the mainstream, published every day, normal newspaper in Fayetteville. How did they play it? Well, they kind of went down the middle. They let you know that it got a little bit weird, but that wasn't the actual headline. You had to dig into the store, but it's there. Mike Lindell, <laughs> founder of My Pillow, oh, grew emotional when he talked. Okay, so it's really, really interesting to me because Donald Trump, at some level, still gets a pass from local in the tank media in places that he goes, unless there's some integrity involved with the publication. Because it, 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 I was just, I was stunned. It was very instructive, though. Very, very instructive to see the way that happened. Now, we're going we're gonna to match that up with the uh, Donald Trump golf situation from over the weekend. Um, and this was what, uh, several years ago, Trump declared he always would win the golf tournaments. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a club, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a seniors golf championship at his club. It was this, uh, is this Doral, I guess it is. Okay. Um, and Trump declared himself the winner. He declared himself the winner, except there's a problem. He was in North Carolina <laughs> at Donald's funeral. It so it's kind of tough because it was a two day tournament. Second day he's in North Carolina but just like Kim Jong-un shot, what, a 36 and declares himself that, they just let him get away with it. And he puts out this crazy-ass statement on his social thing. A great honor to have won the senior club championship at Trump International Golf Club, one of the best courses in the country in Palm Beach County, Florida. I guess it wasn't Doral, it was in Palm Beach County. Okay. Competed against many fine golfers and was hitting the ball long and straight. The reason that I announced this, announced this on this fabulous truth is that in a very real way, it serves as a physical exam, only much tougher. That's right. Playing golf is equivalent to a physical exam. You need strength and stamina to win, capital W-I-N. And I have strength and stamina. Most others don't. Most other who? What people? I hope he Honor. really does believe that. I hope he really believes that that's a substitute for going to the doctor. Wait. That means he'll drop dead pretty soon, I hope. What last line? You also need strength and stamina to, in capital letters, govern! Exclamation mark. So, uh, I guess you can see uh, what the strategy is, and you probably read that uh, over the weekend they have been plotting and scheming and trying to figure out how to 
how to reignite or restart this moribund campaign, if you want to call it that, of Trump. And his first blocking is going on in South Carolina because you have two uh, favorite sons and daughters, a son and a daughter, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, talking about getting into it. So suddenly it isn't uh, just a, a red carpet for him to go waltzing to uh, a nomination, although you know, who knows what it'll look like six months or or a year from now. But the fact that he's still sticking with the completely over-the-top, insane, histrionic, obnoxious, greatest golfer of all time, Crapola, which he is not. He's one of the great cheaters, right? <laughs> we know he's one of the great cheaters of all time. Right. But uh, other than that, uh, that's the uh, that's the update. That's the Trump update from well, you alluded from over to the weekend it, that I got. You alluded to it briefly when Silk was up there talking about her sister in Fayetteville on Saturday. She was talking about, oh, well, yeah. me and Donald, we did this and we did this. And then when Donald gets up there, he goes, yeah, I knew Diamond. I really didn't know Silk. I think I only yeah. met Silk for the first time today. And, of course, they have all these pictures right. of the three of them together yeah, and hugging and doing stuff. Right. It's the greatest. But now right. you, you have to you can't just dismiss that because every time Joe Biden, you know, stumbles on a word, he's the most dementia filled Alzheimer's silver alert patient you've ever seen in your life. But Donald well, see, Trump. Britt, that's true. See, that's true. This is <laughs> this is just Donald being Donald. Can't you just see him getting on the airplane, the private airplane at the airport there in Fayetteville and go, get me, get me the fuck out of this shithole. I can't believe I did this. I can't I, get me. Just go. <laughs> but there's there's one more little golf nugget from uh over the weekend and i'm looking at the philadelphia inquirer uh trump and former philadelphia mob boss joseph skinny joey merlino they always have those great nicknames skinny, skinny joey, joey. <laughs> they don't have to say much to each other about how they wound up in a photo together and that wasn't this weekend this was uh, several weeks ago but this was at the same course. There's a third guy in the picture, and they're all giving that just insipid thumbs up. Um, does Donald Trump know Merlino? It sounds to me, after reading about it, that that uh, this guy was involved years ago with Trump when he was when he was uh, building shit in Atlantic City. Because of course you have to deal with the mob to get anything built, to get the concrete poured, and and all those those kinds of things. Um, on and on it goes. Trump was a prominent New York real estate developer with a growing collection of casinos in Atlantic City, and Merlino was the leader of a violent crew on his way up to being boss of an organized crime operation active in Philly and Atlantic City. So uh, just just because they're in a picture together. And by the way, here at the Trump uh uh, campaign, if it does exist, or the spokespeople for camp for his campaign, if they they actually do exist, uh, so Trump takes his picture with a lot of people. He doesn't know everybody. Autom now, how many times has he tried that? That's right. With the I didn't know that 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 Kanye West and Nick Fuentes were Nazis when I had dinner with him. So Trump is approaching, and this is a great help to uh, to Joe Biden who, if you'd like to say, well, why did he have all those documents all over? Because he doesn't fucking pay attention. He doesn't, he, he, he just shit gets there. Well, at least it, 
looks like Joe Biden knows who he takes pictures with and who he eats dinner with. So we're, <laughs> we could get down to that choice at, at, at some point. At some point. So. Well, it, was a t- it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend yeah. for the Trumpster. He had a good, I think overall he had a really good weekend. You saw the pictures of Ron DeSantis shaking hands as the Jacksonville Jaguars took on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium there in Missouri. Did you not? Yeah, that's, I was in tears. How does he, how does he insert himself in that? All oh, the teams from Florida, I'll just hop a jet. I'll just go up and shake some hands all around the stadium. And what the fuck is going on there? Well, it's funny because by going to an away game, that lessens the likelihood of booze. B-O-O-S. Right. Because <laughs> when you're in the home stadium, even if you won the election by 20, there's going to be a lot of people there who hate you. And will boo you and have an opinion of you. If you're in Kansas City, right? You're in Kansas City. Uh, they don't give a shit about Ron DeSantis. They, you know, his recognition level out in the rest of the country is really not that high. I don't know. I saw I, some I, real hearty handshakes, Brad. Looked like they loved him as he was circling that stadium to me. Well, Britt, that's that's all about the new <laughs> charm offensive, right? That's about trying to show that he's a real guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Try to come off he, as less than an asshole today, Governor. That yeah. is your mission yeah. for today. Like, here's the if you haven't figured this out, Ron, read your history and look at how successful it's been for politicians to mix with athletes and with teams in at any level. It never works. Exactly. <laughs> it's 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 hardly ever. A good idea. It just isn't, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> God almighty. That's, that, right. that, that is remarkable, though, that he would be like, hey, there's a playoff game this weekend. I'll just go along for the ride because I'm a huge Jaguars guy. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get out yeah, of the, here. No, Britt, I guess you don't understand subtle, do you? <laughs> you don't Let, get it. Let's do uh, Kevin McCarthy and his love affair with MJT. Uh, they're quite the power couple these days. MJT and her her old best friend, Lauren Boebert, no longer as close as they used to be, Brad. They're trying to mend up that friendship a little bit. Uh, we had a long piece uh, by Jonathan Swan and Katie Edmondson in the New York Times over the weekend. And uh, you might not have thought these two would ever be getting together. Um, but now they're inseparable. They're like Burton and Liz Taylor, they're like um, Ellen DeGeneres and that girl. They're like, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres and that girl. You mean Portia de Rossi? Whatever. <laughs> I don't care what kind of car she drives. I don't care. <laughs> McCarthy's quoted in the article as saying, I will never leave that woman. I will always take care of her. Okay. Have we crossed a line here? Have yeah. we crossed a line? Yeah, given her marital history, if I was Kevin McCarthy's wife, I'd be a little concerned. The piece recounts how Marjorie Trailer Trash Green had been on the outs with McCarthy and the other party leaders when she got to Congress, basically for being out of her fucking mind, embracing QAnon, among other things. But slowly, they won each other's respect and trust to the degree that they have one-on-one meetings <clears throat> as often as once a week. I get it. Wouldn't that be fantastic if, I if, if, okay. 
just ask. If, if there is a sex tape, and again, I'm using the tape incorrectly because we all know that there's no tape. If there is a sex video that's released, it could destroy the porn industry. I think it could be exactly what we need to destroy America's addiction with porn. Green has, quote, taken an outsized role, an outsized role as a policy advisor to Kevin McCarthy, who has little in the way of a fixed ideology of his own and has come to regard the Georgia Congresswoman as a vital proxy for the desires and demands of the right wing base that increasingly drives his party. Those are the writers of the story saying that. And they both agreed to be interviewed by the evil New York Times. Jesus. Kevin McCarthy says, if you're going to be in a fight, you want Marjorie in your foxhole. Marjorie Green says of the Kevin McCarthy agenda as speaker, of which there actually is none. If he sticks to it, it'll easily vindicate me and prove I moved the conference to the right during my first two years when I served in the minority with no committees. So this is exactly what we've always, this is all about power. This is all about name recognition. This is all about how many times was Marjorie Taylor Green on Fox News in those two years? All those things that move the needle and increase your influence. And I'll, I'll give you a comparison that we can identify with. Uh, we have a congressperson representing us right now, Kathy Manning. Yeah. She's now in her uh, second term. No one in the United States of America has ever heard of Kathy Manning ever for anything. And that's not because Kathy Manning is a bad person, no. a bad congressperson, that's right. ignorant, doesn't know her stuff. But it's because Kathy Manning is not a media hog. She's not an attention pig like Marjorie Taylor Greene. So I think that that really does kind of paint the picture of the difference between the two parties. Kathy Manning, there's a lot of freshman Congress people from a couple of years ago. They pay their dues. You move on. That's the way it always works. But in the Republican Party, that's not true, obviously. It's it's how much attention you can get for yourself. It's how much noise you can make. It's how many insults you can throw in the uh, other direction. It's how obnoxious you can be. And racism, sexism, misogyny, anti-religious bigotry, that is no barrier to your climbing oh, ranks no. of the Republican Party. But Oh, no. Uh, uh, if you, as a Democrat, you'd be out on your ass in about two seconds. So that is the difference, and that's the choice. And so to see the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene is now a complete parasite to Kevin McCarthy and everything, and we've known this, but it's really good to see it written and reported upon credibly. Everything he is saying and will say for these two years will have the stamp of approval from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Britt, if I would have said that six months ago, that the uh, next Speaker of the House will have to toe the line with Marjorie Taylor Greene, you would have had the police to my house. <laughs> because you'd say, I was, nobody's going to listen to her. She's a nut. She's a witch. She's out there. No. No, she is the mainstream. She is the middle. I wouldn't even say she's the far off the edge whack. And by the way, I've noticed this a lot lately. Doesn't matter 
who I'm watching, where I'm watching it, under what's... Again, they've mainstreamed this on the Republican side to call people like Marjorie Taylor Greene far, far right, okay? Mm-hmm. She's not far, far right. She's not far, far... She's an anarchist. She's... Uh, she, I, I guess we're now just waking up... Some people are waking up to her 9-11 conspiracy theory shit. Which is uh, kind of beautiful in and of its own. In and of its own, it's it's way off the charts as far You're as supposed her 9/11. to forget about all that now, right? That's the way this is supposed to work, right? You're supposed to not bring that up. Quit replaying stuff I said a couple years ago, right? That's exactly, not relevant, right? That's where it's going to go. You can you can be sure. You can be well, sure. Of that. What do you think for sure? Are there are there chances of that the the two of them are actually having an affair or actually having sex? I get right now with no even hinting of that. Um, uh, I'll give it one in 10. Oh, one in 10. I, I was going 50, 50. I, I, I go, uh, yeah, one in two. Uh, yeah. I think it's one to one. I, f- I feel like there's, there's even odds of that happening. Well, see, I have a better view of human nature than you do, Britt. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like they're both such nar- narcissistic sociopaths that I, I, it just feels like they would have found kindred spirits and be drawn to each other in a very animalistic way. Well, if, if the answer to the question regarding anything about what Republicans are going to be doing over the next few years, if the answer always is because we can, right. then that would carry over and make your 50-50 theory probably not even enough. It might be 70, 30 by now. Why were they having an affair? Because they could, right? Because it is exciting. It doesn't get any better. I don't. Yeah. I'm looking up, um, Kevin McCarthy and affair. You might remember this, um, about eight years ago, people, there was a lot of whispers in Washington that he was having uh, an affair with, you'll remember this name, Renee Elmers. Oh, from North Carolina. from North Carolina, who was one of the Tea Party uh, chicks, kind of a junior varsity version of MJT. Uh, this is as soon as you said her name, I thought, "Wow, they have the same kind of look." Yeah, that the, the blonde. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, That's exactly right. Eight, eighty, twenty, eighty, twenty. <laughs> I had forgotten about this, but yeah, there's several kind of whisper. Uh, things that happened in 2015 that would lead you to believe that there was uh, some smoke and possibly a fire now when it comes to Kevin McCarthy and Renee Elmers. But but let's back up for a second here and stop playing school marm prudes here. Sure. That would do more to help both of them. If it were revealed, I do believe at this point in a world of George Santos. Yeah. In a world I'm, I'm the, well, you don't have to judge them. It's their life. They so w- walk they me through that. What, what about you liberals? You always say that's what would so happen. Wait, wait, walk me through happen. that. So if they ha- if they have a news conference, they go, yep, we're fucking and it's our business and shut up and we're trying to work for the American people. Do you think that would be helpful or just them denying yes. it the whole time? Yes, it would. <laughs> that would be perfectly fine. Yeah, because you, you know, you know what the answer to that is? Bill Clinton. <laughs> What about Bill Clinton? How come nobody well, the, said it? Well, somebody kind of did say something, but that's what they do. They'd say I'd need a I'd need a T-shirt that would say I don't care about 
McCarthy and Green fucking. I, I care more about Joe Biden fucking the American people. I, I, somehow you got to yeah, distill that right. down, put that on a bumper sticker or something. That's what, that's what we're worried about. Right, right. By the way, I, uh, Friday afternoon, I was thinking to myself, oh, boy, as we got into Friday evening and they uh, they found uh, some more um, uh, classified documents around one of Joe Biden's places, I thought, yeah. oh, boy, we're going to see the Republicans not just jump the shark on this. <laughs> they're they're going to jump a whole, is it school of sharks? Is that, <laughs> I uh, guess. Yeah. Yeah. School of sharks. And they're going to demand that he resign immediately. And I was waiting to see if on the Sunday shows it happened. I didn't see it on any of the Sunday shows, but I did read a couple different places. Yeah. They're already going for, he needs to resign because he can't be trusted. So that's already started. Well, you know, if he's going to resign, you don't have to impeach him, right? <laughs> yeah, I think she was firing up the Marjorie Taylor Greene was once again firing up those those uh, impeachment rumors again. Yeah. Even though I thought explicitly they told him to shut up about that, but I think that was part of the negotiations that made him speaker. It was like, no, we get to talk about it and bring it up well, and Brit, possibly file Brit, papers under the sheets Saturday. That was discussed. Yeah, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> And Kevin are having their first domestic spat, apparently. A little pillow talk, huh? She's, she's still talking about the... Once you get past the carnal heat, it's a little tough. Things get a little more complicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. No M&Ms for our Super Bowl. Uh, it's completely out of control. Completely out of control. Here's the, war, the story. The war on chocolate candies? Uh, yep. Mars, which makes M&Ms said they're replacing their M&M spokes candies with Maya Rudolph after facing right-wing criticism over their mascot makeover. That's right. They caved Mars, which is just a they're a massive company. They don't have to take shit from from anybody over something like this, but they did cave. The Spokes Candies are a team of cartoon M&M's mascots that have represented the brand since 1960. Since 19 19- 1960. You know how old I was in 1960? I was five. five. I remember when those those candies first came out. I loved them even then. Even from the beginning, huh? I was there all the way. Early your parents were shoveling those in your mouth. <laughs> Mars updated the cartoons and the marketing, and they gave them a new backstory, clothing, and personality. They didn't, they didn't do a gender change. They didn't do any of that. Nobody transformed into an, anything that they weren't before. But that didn't matter. The green M&M, for example, had previously drawn criticism for being marketed as too sexy. So Mars switched out her knee-high, high-heel boots yeah. for sneakers, and they put more emphasis on her feminist values. Orange became a mascot riddled with anxiety <laughs> and the new purple M&M came along, designed to represent inclusivity. Well, you know who got on the case quickly? Tucker Carlson. And he claimed that the makeovers were an example of the liberal agenda gone too far. F- first of all, here's number one. The, 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 the Mars family, it's a family-owned business. Right. And you don't hear much about it because it's closely held. It's not publicly traded. There's probably no more of a conservative family 
with big money than them. You know, they're like the Waltons. That, 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 that's that kind of money too. Okay? Yeah, you so don't near, you don't hear about them taking their kids taking a yacht out on the coast and doing blow right. all night. You just they don't. Just, they just they keep it cool. They just keep it and they and they, they spend it and they improve the product. Um, so here's the statement from Mars. In the last year, we made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice. And we didn't even think it would break the internet. Certainly we didn't. Now we get it. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing. Therefore, we've decided to take an indefinite pause on the spokes candies. Maya Rudolph will take the place of the cartoon candy mascots ahead of the Super Bowl here. <laughs> great performer for Saturday Night Live and also the daughter of Minnie Ripperton, the great pop singer. I assume this will be trumpeted and run up and down the field by Tucker Carlson and the rest of them as the greatest victory. I guess, over, but it's, although, they got... They let me, gotta, let, let, Brit, what, what, what is cancel culture again, Britt? Is that, is that when you intimidate and no, tell someone they can't speak? Yeah, I guess that's what it would be, but it's, it's a moving So, so who's guilty of cancel culture here, Britt? Well, it would be the conservatives, wouldn't it? I I suppose. I'm, I don't of know. Of course it is. Well, of course it is. I'm not I mean, sure if they're, they're going to be. That, I wish that Mars would have just told them to fuck off. <laughs> they they got a they got a half black half Jewish woman to to fill in there, so I don't know if they're going to be exceptionally happy with what what they got in uh, as a substitute in there, Brad. Well, what color shoes and what kind of socks or boots <laughs> is she going to be wearing? That's really not, important. And I, I wonder, like. I would wonder, like, if, uh, you know, many, if uh, her people, if Maya Rudolph's people were kind of like, I don't know if we want to, I know we're going to get paid a lot of money for this. I don't know if we want to wade into the middle of this stupid ass, I agree. ridiculous I agree. controversy. Taking the gig. I mean, they're probably, you know, she's probably getting, you know, $5 million for, for I'm know, sure. I'm sure she's getting paid an absurd amount of money. That, but um, if, if she's going to do that, she should immediately announce it was going to be donated. Yeah. To, to uh, causes associated with diversity and inclusivity and. Right. And LGBTQ things of that, she should. I mean, you know what? In the, in the scope of human events, this is nothing. But we have a, a certain part of our country that lives on symbolism, that lives on culture war crap. And this is exhibit A this day in this era. We're winning finally. We got M&Ms to, to, to do the right thing. We got them to cave. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what i'm surprised they they still allow a candy bar called milky way yeah to still exist i don't think i don't think mars makes milky way i don't think that's not maybe mars. not yeah that may be a it doesn't matter go after whoever makes milky ways <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the stupidest controversies uh that that Tucker Carlson has gone after, and he's gone after some really. Oh, come dumb on, ones. he's done stupider than that. Come on, <laughs> he, it's that's a pretty dumb one, I have to say. Now, if you take M and M's and melt them on your gas stove, you're a double hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad one. I can't believe he won that one, but apparently he has. Yeah, not really. Not really. There's no. There's no win there. There's no real way. He's going to be uh, curling pretty hot. He'll be curling pretty hot tonight on Fox News, I would think. All right. Uh, it is. Milky Way is, in fact, a Mars bar. Okay. It is made by the Mars Corporation oh, right there. And by the way, Bert, why are there three musketeers? What's that all about? Yeah, right. <laughs> what, what does that mean? 
Yeah. Three is a magic number. Oh, and I don't know who makes this. I was always a little queasy with Zagnuts. Yeah, I don't know about Zagnuts. That that just sounds like you need to see a urologist. I got Zagnuts. When you need a candy bar real bad, we've got a real bad candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. Hershey uh, makes the Zagnut. That is what uh, that's the, they uh, are making it have since 1996. Mm. There you go. Uh, all right. Let's do uh, Fox digs itself a fox hole. Yeah, I want to hear this. I want to hear it's what you got one. to say about this. You'll, you'll like this. Uh, as you know, they're involved right now in a lawsuit. They're being sued by the uh, Dominion Voting Systems people uh, in a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit. And you know why, because, you know, around the election leading up to it and, and after it, on Fox, their people just sat there and allowed lies to be told that the election was stolen because of voting machine irregularities from Dominion. And it wasn't just having a guest say it. They themselves would talk about it. Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura, they they all were, were willing to say things that the company knows. And we've seen the deposition. These anchors, Sean Hannity in particular, says, I knew this was all bullshit. Okay. So this could be the first time that Fox is really going to have to pay because this is, at least according to my amateur lawyer skills, spoken with malice, with direct knowledge that what you were saying was a lie, with an intent to hurt the company, Dominion Voting System. So the Fox attorneys, they don't, they don't have a lot going for them, so they like people on Fox, just make up shit to try to defend the position. And uh, it doesn't actually go to trial until April. So they're trying to get it dismissed right now. And they've come up with this phrase. You've never heard it before. I've never heard it before either. Ready? Omitted context. Omitted context. Um. The Fox lawyers say there's not a single statement for which Dominion can prove every element of its claim for defamation. And they brought up the disproven claims about the use of, if you remember this one, about Sharpies in Maricopa County that had invalidated Trump votes and allegations of voter fraud in Detroit. And they filed a sworn deposition from an anonymous witness who claims to be a former member of the Venezuelan security team of the president there and accused Dominion of committing election fraud in the U.S. And all that shit's been disproven, right? It, it just There's just absolutely no truth to, to any of that. And sometimes it was disproven by regular, quote-unquote, mainstream, quote-unquote, Fox reporters, right? Not the primetime opinion people. So the Fox lawyers are not defending what was said as correct. They're just saying that Sean and Tucker and Laura, they were commenting on quote-unquote newsworthy subjects. So you could extend that, of course, to anything you say about anything. You're not held accountable 
for anything you say because everything can be considered to be newsworthy, which, of course, in the end, gets you right back to Trump, which leads you to people are saying, right? People are saying it's a newsworthy subject. This is a huge lawsuit, though. This is a big time lawsuit. All right. We have a retired corporate litigator named Thomas Weiner from Michigan. He says Fox put themselves in a real pickle when they start to provide the surrounding context. Sometimes that helps them, but often it makes it worse. They're digging a hole for themselves. The overall impression is when you read the omitted text is that these people were night after night, day after day, promoting theories that were ridiculous and they've been rejected by the courts. There was no support for them other than a couple of crackpots. That's right. If you bring uh, North Carolina law school graduate Sidney Powell on to talk about how there were 200,000 ballots that were uh, trucked in at night into Detroit. Um, that's not legitimate information. That's not objective context or what's this, what's this phrase? The omitted context. Omitted you, context. Yeah. 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 That one's that's right up there with alternative facts, right? I feel like that's um, just uh, something they pulled out of their ass. I don't believe that that has any basis, any sort of uh, legal ease. I don't think anybody recognized that as legitimate a court of law. Well, why wouldn't the Fox lawyers just be making up shit just like the Trump <laughs> lawyers would make up shit? And by the way, they were getting laughed out of court, what, 60 sometimes? Well, and sanctioned, the, too. I mean, if, they, if the Fox lawyers want to get cute with this thing, they could also be sanctioned and possibly lose their licenses. I mean, that that, that stuff does happen. Right. So, you know, they're still in the deposition stage. They're gathering information. Rupert Murdoch, I guess, did his thing. On Friday, I wonder how many times he said, I don't remember, I don't recall. Oh, by the way, I'm 91 years old. I wonder if he tried to get out of things by saying that. Because remember, in a deposition, all that stuff is held against you when you say those things. (laughs) Is that right? There's no Fifth Amendment right, uh, I think, in in the deposition stage. you got to answer the question. That's true. Yeah, that is true. you, you, You can't play that game at all so we, we we look forward to that and we look forward to the uh uh to the to the verdict on this i you, know, you just hope i assume you have to have a unanimous jury verdict in this case that uh there isn't one ringer in there that's gonna hang the jury or or, or something of that sort you know you know a hung jury in this case they declare victory the first amendment rules we want right we we stood up for every right that's what they would say and that shouldn't happen. I hope it doesn't, because that would be it would bring new meaning and context to the word disingenuous, wouldn't it? Well, it's pretty clear from what they've said, and I think you've you've said this that they they knew that what they were peddling yeah. was bullshit. I mean, they, and they're admitting that as much right now. You yeah. can use the term omitted context or whatever you want to say, but if you know that something is not true and you continue to put it out there, that would make you responsible. Well. The problem is omitted context is made worse by added context. <laughs> so you can't have it both ways, right? You know, well, the standard was always what? The absence of malice. You have to have the, the malice of forethought. Yeah. And that also seems pretty easy to, to look at and prove here. For me, well, again, I, not a lawyer. I, I have the argument on that one. I have the Fox lawyer argument. What's I could have gone one? to Fox Law School, yeah. which is, yes, 
they were saying things that they didn't believe, but they weren't doing it maliciously. Um, there was no hate in the hearts really? of the people that said those things. Uh, they were just transmitting false information. Okay. It was all done in a very lighthearted way? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, good no luck malice. No, no maliciousness. None. None whatsoever. Uh, well, good, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, and... What the a, how about the FBI? Isn't that stupid? Yeah, let's do the FBI one because they're having a field day with this one as well. Yeah. Oh, before before you mention that, I don't want to let it to be the last thing we talk about. Are you up with the idea of these people that loaded uh, uploaded the stuff to social media this weekend showing themselves allegedly shaking uncontrollably after taking a, a dose of the vaccine? I don't know about this. This mo- mostly happened on Twitter, but there were all of these videos of these people acting as though, and, and these videos were remarkably two years old and they're just now being uploaded of people stumbling around and shaking uncontrollably after just one hit of the Pfizer jab, Brad immediately, mm. even on the, uh, the Twitter platform, which is even more of a cesspool than it was a year ago. Um, there were warnings and that said, look, this is not true. This is unverified. This has been debunked. This woman did this and this is a very old video and it, it is not to have any basis in truth, but several people did it. And then several people like myself also mocked it uh, because it's it's absolutely untrue. I'm going to go with your supposition on that is that if there was any truth to the the vaccine causing bad health effects, uh, that every ambulance chasing lawyer in America would be running this thing down. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the, there there is no doubt about it, and there hasn't been a one. Has no, there? no, there there's has not been one personal injury law firm and or lawyer that that we know of that it's made their living the last several years suing Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and the rest of them because of a uh, mass illness caused by the the uh, vaccine and so that's wouldn't this that, very that much is, wouldn't, wouldn't this very much be the largest class action suit in the history of the universe? Of course it would. Of course it would, <laughs> it would be bitch. <laughs> but it doesn't exist, so it's it's just not true. And uh, you and I both took the vaccine, and it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, that's an old Jerry Lewis bit. I see what you he, did there. That's what he used to do. I like the Jerry Lewis bit where he would cough uncontrollably, then light a cigarette, take a drag, and he'd be okay. I love yeah. that one. That was a good bit that he would do. That was a good one. All right. The FBI isn't that stupid. Yeah. Uh, We hope. We think it's true. (laughs) Uh, Lisa Rubin. Lisa Rubin, who advises, I know what you're going to say after I say this. She advises MSNBC and Rachel Maddow. She's a real lawyer. She sees that the Donald Trump document scandal is still being treated significantly more seriously just based on what the Department of Justice is doing. In other words, don't listen to what Republican politicians are saying. Watch what the DOJ is actually doing. My fidelity is to the rule of law. If the facts change, I can assure you my legal analysis will too, but based on what we've seen so far, 
The Biden administration and his personal legal team have followed Department of Justice's lead at every turn, even to his political detriment. And by not obstructing efforts to get the classified documents, all you have to do is contrast that with the now, it's 18 months long. That's the 18-month-long blockage by Trump with the National Archives and then the Justice Department to get the hundreds of documents back, right? This all started in late 2020 as he was leaving the White House. They already knew then, the National Archives, that shit was missing. Right. And if you contrast that with the way the Biden people are handling this, as badly as the PR is, as badly as the drip, drip, drip is, the as badly as, oh, this is going to destroy Joe Biden, as badly as this is the end of the world, it's really, really hard to keep your eye on the ball and think that uh, this will end like a Lone Ranger episode and the good guys will win and the bad guys will be punished. Um, the lie that the Trump lawyers told and then signing the document saying, well, that's it, that's everything. That's in full contrast to what the Biden lawyers did. They said, oh, this is what we found. But then they invited in the uh, Justice Department and the Justice Department then decided, all right, well, let's get a let's get a special prosecutor in here, a special master kind of, no, not a, I shouldn't use that phrase. There's no special master. Here. No, no, that was the Trump. That was, was the Trump scam. Fake. Right. Right. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see how it, uh, how it all shakes out. And of course, intent is everything. What was Donald Trump's intention to do that? Why does Joe Biden have these documents? I don't know. It's say it ain't so Joe. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure that, that saying, well, Joe Biden is Mr. Magoo in terms of the way he handles <laughs> documents is a good defense, um, but it's just incompetence and, and negligence. Uh, did you hear the Oberman solution on this? Um, I don't know if I heard it per se. I was listening to several of those, but I don't know if I remember exactly what you're talking uh, well, about. This is the the Monday Oberman podcast. His solution is for Joe Biden to lift, to say, I have nothing to hide. And here's how much I have nothing to hide and how much I had no intention of doing anything nefarious with whatever you're finding. And, and this is just one big fuck up that he should lift all restrictions on prosecution of a sitting president over something of this sort and let let the chips fall where they may. And that would prove for sure that not only, of course, should the previous president continue to be prosecuted, which he should, but that he has nothing to hide. That's a big gambit. That's a, that's a big gamble, um, but uh, uh, it's it's an interesting take. It's a it's a hail mary, I guess, uh, technically, but uh, maybe not as crazy as it sounds.